Hello and welcome back to Blacker Couch Reviews. I'm your host Christina. We're going to be discussing a new mini series entitled Black Snow. It is an Australian crime drama created and written by Lucas Taylor. He's joined in the writer's room by Beatrix Christian and Boyd Quackawoot, directed by Sian Davies and Matthew Seville, starring Travis Fimmel from most know him from his Viking fame as Detective James Cormack, Jemison Power as Hazel Baker, Talisha Blackman Korowa as Isabel Baker, Sini Willett as Glenda Baker, Eden Cassidy as Kalana Baker, Gulliver McGrath as Constable Dale Quinn, Brooke Satchwell as Chloe Walcott, Annabelle Wolf as a young Chloe Walcott, Jimmy Bonney as Joe Baker, Fraser Anderson as young Hector Ford, Josh McQueen as young Anton Bianchi, Eric Thomason as Steve Walcott, Lisa Blackman as Auntie Rosa, Kim Jingale as Sergeant Troy Turner, Rob Carlton as Victor Bianchi, Alexander England as Anton Bianchi, Ava Carmont as young Tasha Hopkins, Hopkins, and Kesty Marassi plays the older version of that character. Quite a bit in our cast, and since they are crucial to this story, I thought I would give credit where credit's due to all of them. It looks like this show premiered January 23rd. It was released on AMC and is currently on AMC. The first episode is free on Prime or you can buy the season for $9.99 or you can sign up for the AMC free trial. And if you want to binge through the entire season, that's that's for you to decide. (laughs) But those are the avenues that you can explore to watch the show. It's produced by Lois Randall and Kayleen Butler. Cinematography by Eric Murray Liu. And has a running time of 52 minutes per episode. Our synopsis in 2019, police detective James... Now, I keep wanting to say McCormick. It's not his name, but that's what I see every time I see Cormack. Investigates the cold case murder of a 17-year-old girl, Isabel Baker, in 1994. So my first initial reaction, I didn't write any notes. I just went in blind for the most part. Was that it's a nice setup for a murder mystery. And I hope they stick the landing. Because when you do have such a shortened season, you don't have time to waste. And it's not, it's a mini series, So... I am going to trust that they have where they want to pace it out. And in this first episode, I'm intrigued, but I am, I'm not all the way like deeply, man, I got to tell everybody about this show. So it's good. I'm interested to see where it goes further. I think we have plenty of potential suspects as it is. So for a premiere, I thought it did its job. Before we jump into my review, 
wherever you listen to this podcast, Podbean, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever else good podcasts can be found. Go down to the rating section, drop some stars, leave a review. My social media will be there as well. If you want to send feedback, blackercouch at gmail.com, or you can leave a comment below. There is 1994 and 2019. And I think it's best if we start with the past, because that's also where the show picks uh, takes us. In 1994, Isabel Baker is coming from some type of formal because she has the flowers on her wrist that indicates as much. She's on a bicycle, which is interesting, knowing what we know a little bit later. And she seems to be frantically in a hurry. She gets to a payphone. She makes a call. I don't hear anyone pick up, but she turns around when a car pulls up, lights blaring, music loud. And that's when we cut to the present. Going back into the past, staying with Isabel, she lives at home with her mom and dad, who's a pastor. She is being raised in a pretty strict upbringing, you know, don't straighten your hair. They're committed to their culture. And I understand, particularly as they are the only persons of their color in the neighborhood. It's a small town community. It feels as if there is one big farm that probably employs or is the major employer of many other businesses in the area. And she has her life planned that she's going to go take a trip. Once she graduates from high school, she has a boyfriend named Anton and her sister. Oh, I'm Hazel. I didn't want to forget. Her sister Hazel is keeping her secrets, but also a little envious, I think, as any younger sister would be at all of the attention and, and everyone loves her sister and she's so pretty. She initially states she's not going to straighten her hair, but when she gets blackmailed, <laughs> she offers to do it. Uh, she gets to school. Her boyfriend, Anton, comes over, but she has a look on her face when she sees... Another, was it Mrs. Wolcott or was it Anton? Or maybe she just had a lot on her mind because we find out a little bit later that her and Chloe are taking a trip where he is clearly excluded. Even though she didn't say it, her face meant it. She has money saved up. So clearly she has intentions on getting away. And that's something that's brought up in another person's future prediction that, hey, I want to get away from here, but I'll most likely end up working on the farm with my dad. And I think that was, and please forgive me right now, because I'm not going to remember everybody's name. (laughs) I just know he was the young boy that clearly has a crush on her. I tried to bring on IMD faces, but not super helpful. (laughs) Back to our young versions. Oh, it's Hector. Maybe because he doesn't look like a Hector. 
that I didn't know his name was Hector. So young Hector. Older Hector is the one that made that remark. They go to, at first I thought they was buying drugs, but no, they're buying a vehicle. It's a van, a very busted up van, but they just need some wheels so that they can do their road trip. Her and Chloe have this planned. I think I've already mentioned that. And uh, on their way to returning, because they leave and skip school to pick up this vehicle, because she does not want her parents to know at all. And she points out to Chloe that your your peoples are not like my peoples. So the the idea that she's so terrified that she's just going to send a postcard tells me that she feels very stifled by her parents and their beliefs and their discipline, uh, their strictness to not allow her to have her own individuality. Then there is Chloe, who seems really sweet, but also seems to have a crush on Hector, which we find out when they're in detention. Because they break down and they don't get back to school in time. So they're given detention. Once they get to detention, that's when Mrs. Walcott presents them with the idea of a time capsule where they're responsible for getting everyone to fill them out, uh, the papers, as well as do some videography, which I feel is important because as they're hanging out, smoking weed, filming later, Hector says, oh, I can have an original and I can have uh, one that has a smoky pot removed from it so that no one's aware of the original version. So that tells me there's an original version somewhere. And I don't know if it's in the Mortal Kombat movie thing, because that would be a perfect place to hide something that you don't want anyone to know and find, especially after the fact. Because clearly this time capsule went in fairly close to when... Isabel Baker was killed. And from here, we we follow her and Anton. They have a surprisingly good relationship. He seems very much in love with her, but it's high school. And I don't know if this is forever. And I want to go explore myself and not you as the only option. He takes that pretty bad. But that's when we get the first reference to Black Snow when she looks out and he is working on the farm. Is the guy, I thought the Walcotts were the, the, the big success story. Or maybe it's the Bianchis. That would make a little bit more sense. Because he says my dad has a lot of people employed. He buys her this really nice necklace. But then she drops the bomb that, hey, I'm leaving He doesn't like that he's being told this late and that Chloe and another person that's fixing the car knew before he did. And he says, I'm going to just take you home. So that's where we end in the past. Then we get to the future where Hazel comes home. And she has a daughter named Kalina. She works in Brisbane, I believe, as a nurse which is why she can't come home quite as often. So the grandparents raise their child, 
raise her child. And they're at the cusp of opening the time capsule. And so she's there to support the family on this anniversary because it's been 25 years. And as everyone's reading out their points of the time capsule, we see the older Chloe who says she misses Isabel every day. We have the older Hector. Hector causes quite a reaction from Hazel. She actually starts to, which is what people do when they're stressed. Um, they actually could, it could be used for a lot of things, but I'm just going to stay stressed right now because I don't know. She starts hitting that and she starts taking drugs, some type of prescription drug before she comes back to settle herself down. I've never seen it go through your eyes, but sure. Oh no, was it drops in her mouth? I've never seen that, I should say. Some strong stuff. Then she goes back in time to see her daughter, Reader's sisters. They take out her shirt, which she really loved. And she puts it on, which that's not weird at all. But as she's reading, she talks about how people are snakes. They're not who they say they are. And that when I finally get away, I'm going to expose their cruelty. And that's if I'm not killed first. So this is new evidence to warrant a reinvestigation. In charge of said reinvestigation is Travis Fimmel's character, Detective Cormac or James. James, we first meet him desperately trying to win a prize out of those machines where you have to do the crane. And then he pays the guy to beat him up. And it's not even a knockout, which I feel is a waste of money. But he definitely has some self-loathing to, to want to feel this particular way. Then he sings happy birthday. So I'm guessing he lost someone. 312 of 1994 is the person he lost. I'm going to guess it's a child. And then he goes back to his job, which he works entirely too hard at since his boss has to beg him to go home. He does close his cases and he has a whole photo album on his desk to remind himself of the people that he is trying to find closure and justice for. And upon realizing that the day that Isabel died is the same day that his child died, he wants to take this case, which prompts him to go down to Queensland from Brisbane, even though he hates the weather, or at least the heat, don't we all? And then he quickly makes friends with Dale and is not as welcomed by the other sheriff who I feel is definitely because his reaction is weird. If you're in a small town and a young, beautiful girl dies and it's probably the only death in forever, that's going to leave an impact. You're always going to want to look into that. You're always going to want to find closure. Like that's just typical because it's so rare that it, it, and that's why they're still bringing it up after so long and making such a big deal of it because Things like that don't happen here. So for him to be like, oh, so you're the thumb up my ass. I know what happened. It's probably girls in their menstruation. Like everything about him said, I didn't do my job. At least I didn't do 
my job to the best of my abilities and does that have something to do with isabel baker's skin color or is it just because he's an incompetent piece of shit and a misogynist who knows but he shows the cct footage that he has as well as the map and he believes that she was picked up by some type of passerby that comes through for working and killed by by them which that's not a bad theory, but we all know, at least by now, because it's on every crime show and every statistic does point to most people are killed not by random strangers. They're killed by someone close to them, someone they know, or someone in their family or their partner. These are just the facts. So that he assumed it had to be immediately on the outside means he didn't even try to look on the inside and that's because he doesn't want to look on the inside i was told not to if if isabel's letter is clearly to be believed that people around here are not who they say they are so uh he decides to look at the evidence himself with dale being intrigued by how and why looking at the past would help but it's very relevant especially with cold cases because people might jog their memories or they may not be holding on to some secrets that don't matter anymore there's a lot of reasons to revisit cases after so many years and looking at who the people were captured in time as he said is the best place to start he's then greeted by by hazel and Travis Fimmel. Travis Fimmel is such a, he's a unique actor. And him grabbing Dale's like head to be like, I know who this is. Get the fuck out of here. You. <laughs> As he hands him over a fan because it's hot. <laughs> I thought that was just one of those scenes that felt very reminiscent of him as a person. And she says, look, we don't want, I don't want my family going through this anymore. But I'm like, girl, there's new evidence. What you hiding? There's something you're hiding. There's something that's making you distressed. She keeps going past where her sister was found. Something she knows is weighing on her soul. But she uh, at first doesn't want to hear about it until she starts looking into the evidence bag herself, which I'm so glad that he came around that corner like, yeah, I'll get you some tea. Hold on. I left some evidence in the other room and it is awfully quiet. Let me. And then he doesn't even bust out. He's like, let me see what she's going to do. But then she opens up the another one of her shirts and finds her because they said a piece of her hair was missing, which that is not typical of of someone who would just murder someone. That's a trophy. Or was it, I don't know what, what was the reference to why it didn't match up when he was talking to the sheriff. And that is certainly <laughs> uh, even more of a reason to reinvestigate because now we have two more additional pieces of evidence that we didn't previously that points to someone in this town murdered her. And Hazel should want to know who that is. I believe that she loved her sister but she is a suspect as much as her daddy, who was holding the Bible 
praying really hard like he did something he regretted which is probably some harsh words when he found out what his daughter i bet mom was never even told because she goes into the room with hazel to hold kalina as they all mourn someone i don't even think kalina's ever met but sure <laughs> what am i saying like i'm so <laughs> cold like no you can't mourn someone you never met it just felt a little much i got the other ones like yeah i smell the scent of isabel and i haven't smelled that scent in a long time but i suppose i need to just let it go <laughs> i don't have i'm trying to think of an excuse for my bad behavior but there's none but yeah she's definitely holding uh, uh hiding something anton he's upset because she's moving on without him we got hector who's clearly in love with her even says in his note i expected we would have kids and while isabel has a boyfriend she seems to really like or at least she's wanting to be really kind to hector because he has some type of psoriasis on his face like he got burned or something but it's red so that doesn't make sense i don't know we might get an explanation could be a birthmark we don't see it when he's older maybe someone just beat him up that day and people pick on him and so she just sticks up for him of course that's going to cause any bully or any uh picked on person to idolize the person that sticks up for him especially if they're the cutest girl in school and everyone loves her and she's so beloved uh what else do i want to add here onto this review unfortunately i watched this yesterday where it was a lot more fresh and without having written any notes unfortunately my uh my thought process isn't quite as coherent so my apologies on that but i am looking forward into the next episode if you want to send your feedback blackercouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below my social media will be there as well like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and blacker magic